I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. On Remembrance Sunday, we come together to remember war. To remember those who are the victims of war. The dead, the injured, the bereaved, the dispossessed. The many hundreds of thousands, millions even, whose lives have been damaged by war. We come together to honour those who have died in the service of their country. To say that they did not die in vain that their sacrifice was in some way worth it. We come together, many, even most of us, and think how lucky are we that others have fought on our behalf. At the end of August this year, US, UK and other coalition forces withdrew from Afghanistan. You'll remember the chaotic scenes at the airport that were all over the news in the weeks leading up to this. Something that struck me was that in many of the news bulletins, the number of British soldiers who had been killed in the conflict was reported, and that the number kept changing. There didn't seem to be an accurate, definitive number, or was it just sloppy reporting? It actually made me feel quite angry. Real people have died and we seem unable to keep a simple count of them. Does that mean that they don't count? And that's the trouble with war, isn't it? People's lives stop meaning anything. The total is 457. I've done some research for myself. But if you try to find out how many people died altogether in that 20-year war, then that's a whole lot more tricky, because no one counts. In Afghanistan, apart from the British soldiers, there were another 3,135 soldiers killed from other nations, plus approximately 66,000 Afghan soldiers and police officers that were killed. And then there's the opposition fighters, the Taliban. About 50,000 of them died. And then there are the civilians. Those people who find themselves in the unfortunate position of living in a country where there's a war going on. And here there are only estimates, usually based on a multiplying factor. For every one of our people who die, about 10 of their people die. And so the estimates range from between 40,000 to 100,000. And that's those who die from bombs and guns, not those who die because there's not enough food or medical treatment. The point I'm making is that one of the results of war is that people begin to count for nothing. In fact, they're not counted at all. We come together on Remembrance Sunday to remember war, and these are the facts of war. Sad, sober, and depressing. To talk of winners and losers is to miss the point. In war, we all lose something. At least then, we can honour the dead. We can make sure they are remembered. We can gather in our churches, march in our parades, lay our wreaths and wear our poppies. And of course, we can honour what they fought for 
by how, how we live our lives. They fought for freedom and democracy. The right to vote, the freedom of the press, the right to have a different point of view, they are the things that we have to treasure, to value. War demonstrates the enormous destructive capacity that we have as humans. But over the last 18 months, we have seen demonstrated again and again the enormous creative, caring and loving capacity that we have. So many of us have wrestled with and overcome the vagaries of Zoom and living life online. A great number of vaccines have now been developed from scratch and shared around the world. We've all made many adjustments to our patterns of daily living. We can do so much if we really want to. Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. He said it as part of a talk, a speech, a sermon, if you will, along with a lot of other things. Jesus was dreaming dreams, dreams of a life that is to come, but that is starting here already. And as part of this, he challenges us to be peacemakers, to make peace with God, to make peace with our neighbours and to make peace between nations. How we do that will be different for each of us, but we can all do it. There is something that every single one of us can do. The smile, the handshake, the friendly nod of the head, the refusal to accept that war is the only way. So today, let's remember war and honour the dead and not let the sacrifice of others be for nothing. And when we listen to the names of the dead, read out loud from our memorials, let's make that count for something. Let's dream dreams, think big, remain optimistic, believe that things can be better. And then let's make peace. Actually do something, big or small, it doesn't matter. We can all play a part. Today we remember war, but we should also commit to dreaming dreams and making peace. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time.